talk about female misogyny. It's a topic that you don't really talk about too often. But there are female misogynists. Women who hate women. But they may not consciously realize it. But it's something that we don't talk about. But their body language and their unconscious language reveals how they feel about other women. So that's something that I want to talk about. We talk about, you know, competition or envy, but we don't talk about female misogyny. Men tend to take the lead in misogyny, you know, comments or degrading women um, or just anything that has to do with, you know, the degrading women when it comes to sex or the, the female gender. But women are misogynist too. We just don't really talk about that part of it. Women use misogynistic language more frequently than men, according to Twitter. Think about that. Female misogynists are driven by either unjustified hate or contempt for women. The female misogynists are among the most salient in society today, can be described as the self-critic, the self-loather, the she-devil, the Puritan. And here are some ways on how to spot these women. The misogynistic Puritan is the ideal woman who is domestic. She is subservient, she's nurturing, she's kind, she's mild-tempered, she's alluring, she's sexually pure prior to marriage, she's youthful, and she has adopted this feminine ideal from her misogynistic husband or family acquaintances. So, you know, think about this type of, you know, female in your life, this ideal woman. I think of housewives as being this type of misogynistic Puritan woman. Um, she takes herself to be pretty darn close to the female ideal. She is subservient. She's always standing behind her man as that solid pillar of support. But she hates women who deviate from the feminine ideal and takes, takes it to be her life's mission to find ways to discipline them and ultimately get them on the right track. You see these with a lot of housewives or Christian housewives. I don't even want to talk about religion because every religion has, you know, different types of um, women. Um, and I, but I, I do see it in the um, the housewives. Um, they call it the Stepford wives, and that's okay. I'm not saying that there's anything bad about it. These are just different types of profiles of women, and you know. With this type of woman, if you're not a housewife and then you're not, you know, standing behind your man, then you might be degraded or devalued because you're not, you're not that perfect woman. You're not that Stepford wife. 
and she hates women who deviate from this feminine ideal. You know, the, what's the family, the, the Duggar family, Duggar, Michelle Duggar, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. You know, she was a submissive, holier-than-thou housewife and reality star. She had all these children, and she seemed to exhibit some of this behavior, advocating for female submission. You know, she shares advice on how to weep, keep, <laughs> weep, that's kind of a Freudian slip, how to keep their husband happy. I accidentally said, how can, how can women weep? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, you know, why do women need to keep their man happy? That's not, a, that's not my job. I'm sorry. It's not my job to make my husband happy. And if you think that it's your job to make your husband happy, you really need to get into therapy like immediately because that's not your job. You're, you know, and that's where people, you know, need boundaries. It's not anyone's job to make other people happy. You know, your focus should be on yourself and your children and taking care of your children, but most importantly, taking, taking care of yourself. The misogynistic self-critic. The misogynistic self-critic is disdainful towards women who are not very feminine. I'll say it again. The misogynistic self-critic is, is disdainful towards women who are not very feminine, whether it's because they choose not to be or because they are just bad at acting in a traditional way. You know, for instance, women she takes to be too fat, too big, too masculine, too angry, too loud, too competitive, too hardcore, too alpha. She's the critic. To this, to that. She's also in favor of traditional gender roles and will use any opportunity to, to any opportunity she gets to preach their social virtue. Men should be dominant alphas. Women should be soft and compliant. You know, she may regard herself as one of the feminine misfits. too masculine, too alpha, too competitive. She attributes women, the modern woman's inability to find lasting love. You know, women who want to find lasting love need to be soft instead of hard. They need to uncover their femininity. You know, she relates, you know, and there's this book, The Alpha Female's Guide to Men and Marriage, How Love Works. Okay. I think that every woman is different and I think this is based on how we grew up, how we were raised. And I think that, you know, sometimes women are feminine in certain settings and then other in other settings women have to be a little bit more masculine. I think we have feminine and, and masculine roles that are in one person. 
I mean, I'm a businesswoman. And when I'm doing business in China and I need to get, you know, good numbers in order for me to make a profit with my business, I have to be a little bit more masculine. Because I know that if I'm a little too soft and a little bit too gentle, you know, the China factories are going to walk all over me. And that's just the way you have to be a certain way in business. You have to be assertive. You have to be a little aggressive. You have to look out for yourself. But when I'm hanging around with friends or if I'm just in my natural state, I'm a little softer. You know, I'm a little less you know, on guard. I'm a little less masculine, but I'm also, I also have a feminine side of myself. You know, we're, we don't just have one side to our personality. You know, and it's the same with men. You know, men have a masculine side, but they, they also have a feminine side. And that's okay. I think when we're too much of one side, it gets us into trouble. You know, I think it's about embracing with women. I think it's about embracing our femininity. It's not a weakness, it's a strength. It's okay to be feminine. But I think it's also okay to be an alpha. I call it the alpha bitch. You know, I can be a real bitch in business. I can be hardcore because you know, when I have worked for a corporation, the corporation expects certain responsibilities and certain goals that I have to deliver. So in order for me to deliver those goals and responsibilities, and especially if I'm managing people, I have to be a little bit of an alpha personality. And not everyone likes that. Not everyone can handle that. You have to adjust. You have to be an alpha leader in corporations. And then there's the misogynistic self-loather. The misogynistic self-loather has adopted an attitude of contempt towards everyone of her own filthy kind, including herself. It's a self-loathing personality. She regards women, including herself, as promiscuous, manipulative, dishonest, irrational, incompetent, and unintelligent. She tends to be in denial about her own self-loathing, but not usually about her contempt for other women. I think I know people in these different categories. I have friends that are in these different categories. And I just kind of watch them, observe them quietly. You know, I have a friend that's a self-loather and she, you know, has contempt for, and she's so competitive with other women. It's, it's funny to watch because she's never satisfied. It's like, if you get a ring, it's like, oh, oh my God, where'd you get that? 
you know, how much did you pay for it? What store did you get it at? You know, it's, oh my God, you got a new computer? You know, and she'll be like Googling, like, oh my God, how much is that laptop that you just bought? Like, because she has to, it's like keeping up with the Joneses, but like on crack. Cause she's so insecure, even though she may not even know how to use a Mac computer. She's got to have it. The Handmaid's Tale is, you know, the television series on Hulu. I watched that show. Um, it's, it's frustrating. Um, but they have examples of the misogynistic self-loathers in the, inside the Republic of Gilead, where the women are infertile. Um, the remaining fertile women are enslaved by, as handmaids by the commanders and their wives. The, the job is to of the handmaid is to carry a child for the commander and his wife. And there's very difficult scenes. It's dehumanizing these gender roles, these privileged wives these female misogynists. You know, it's like the, there's one character in The Handmaid's Tale, her name is Aunt Lydia, she's the one who trains and disciplines and punishes and ultimately she ends up torturing and killing the handmaids but at the same time she's a pro-life extremist who's who positions herself as the one who saves the women from sin so <laughs> there's just a lot going on in that movie and it's there's just a lot with the, the female um, psyche and just misogyny female misogynists. Aunt Lydia is the self-loather. You know, they have no real power. You know, the men are ultimately in control. And these women, they, they side with the the oppressors and they participate in the dehumanization of their own gender which is really really infuriating when you see women dehuman dehuman dehumanizing other women I can't even get it out and self-loathing is about self-punishment contempt for your own gender it gives them some semblance of control in an unjust world so I mean I think you know if you look at the handmaid's tale there's these women like Lydia aunt Lydia that I think she gets a thrill out of inflicting pain on women it gives her a sense of control 
this punishment and it's just difficult to watch but it's it takes place in society all the time and then there's the misogynistic she-devil she sees herself as superior to other women and she sees herself above the top alpha males so this is an interesting one the she-devil with other women um, in her view other women are manipulative dishonest irrational incompetent or just unintelligent and somehow she's exempt from all of that so she's kind of above it all she's above men she's above women and again she's other women are manipulative dishonest irrational incompetent so and she she might possess some stereotypical female virtues like beauty and she might be thin but she perceives herself as more masculine and intelligent and the strength of character and rationality and her behavior is more manly than that of her male co-workers classmates or friends and she can outdrink them all so that's another thing that you'll see with like this she male I call it she male she devil <laughs> she male it's a Freudian slip so she's in constant competition with other women She'd rather kick a woman off the career ladder or out of school than help her progress. She escapes detention or punishment. Um, she's a host to dark personality traits. Her firm believer that she's superior to other women points mostly to narcissism. But also to she might present borderline or psychopathic behaviors too um, some more sinister character traits It's interesting when you look at you know the different types of women and female misogyny you know women that hate other women um, and, and they'll just destroy other women I've, I've worked for women women some women are so difficult to work for um, there's just a level of just some women feel threatened it doesn't matter who you are it's not about you 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 can just show up and it doesn't matter what you look like, how you dress, you know, what what clothing you wear, because you may trigger someone from this person's past, like maybe their mother, their aunt, or their, gra their grandmother, their sister, and they just, they have like a scope on you. They want you fired. And some women really enjoy getting rid of other women 
I mean, the she-devil just she the she-devil thinks she's above, she's superior to all women. The self-loather just has contempt that all women are promiscuous and manipulative and dumb. Um, the self-critic is just, she has disdain for women who are not feminine. And so she picks at them. She's, you know, for an example would be, you know, she's just critical. You know, too loud, too competitive, too hardcore, too this, too that. Like, the, the the mis misogynistic self-critic is just too critical. And the Puritan is just, she's that perfect housewife. She's the ideal feminine wife. You know, she's probably the least threatening because she just wants to be, you know, she, she's mild-mannered, she's nurturing, she's domestic. You know, she's probably the least threatening, but she hates women who deviate from the feminine ideal. So that's the threat. She just hates women. You know, all these women hate other women, and, and that's the problem. Women need to start, stop hating other women and be on the same team. You know, men have mastered, like, working together and being bros and be, being supportive of each other and complimenting each other. Women are a little bit more catty and backstabbing and gossipy. Women hate a little too much on other women. Women are more destructive than men. And I find that to be ironic because women are the ones that produce children so if that's your way of thinking your children are going to pick up that trait from you they're going to learn that from you as the mother as the parent and that's a little scary you're going to teach your children the same hate the pattern of hate pattern of misogyny I think women have a lot to learn from each other. 